2024 confidence. But I feel like that's not like still, it's still not settling though. Oh, right for me. It doesn't feel good. Never mind. Confidence is not 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, if we don't figure this out, it's going to be June and you're going to be like, I got it. <laughs> I need a, th- a thesaurus. <laughs> I need a papyrus. Hey, what's happening, you guys? Welcome back to the Proclivity Podcast. I start the podcast like that every single time because I want to invite you in. I want to invite you in of what we're doing here at Proclivity. We are here to create healthier bodies and happier lives. Those are two things that need to come together. A lot of times they're separated. I just need to get the body. Is that going to make you happier in your life? Or I want to be happy in my life. But if I don't focus on my body, can I actually be happy in my life? If I have aches, pains, rashes, upset stomach, all of the things, mm, this is why we combine both. I push all the lifestyle and health and nutritional stuff onto Emily. And then for me, I just dive deep into souls, into minds. And I extract all of the stuff that we don't want there. And then we put in all the stuff that we do want. And... It becomes a magical place inside your brain. Mm. Is that the right? Is that the well right said. definition? <laughs> yes, I okay, like it. Enough. We're gonna go with it, guys. It is January second, two thousand and twenty-four, right now. And what we're gonna talk about today is the difference between resolutions. We've heard this a lot. New Year's resolution. I have this resolution, and an evolution. Ooh, what is that? We're going to give you very specific on why resolutions usually do not work. We're going to talk about evolutions of what we want you to start thinking about when it comes to a new year or new goals is that we're evolving, we're not resolving. And then we're going to give you a step-by-step, the proclivity method goal setting. Step-by-step at the end is not going to be the full thing. If you want the full thing, we're going to be doing a seminar. When is it, Emily? January 20th. Saturday, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. to 10. If you are in the Reno area, it's going to be at Midtown Minerals, which is down Midtown. If not, we're going to be streaming it live. So you'll be able to show up, bring your pin, piece of paper, and be ready to set goals that you have never set before. We have helped people achieve goals they never in their wildest dream would have thought they would have accomplished. And we have a specific system to be able to get that to work. So go ahead and show up or reach out if you have questions about it. Midtown Crystals, I believe it's called. Okay, Crystals, Minerals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm <laughs> is it it's you know it's yeah. in midtown guys just keep searching around until Googling. you <laughs> have the magical feeling of the minerals crystals just penetrating your heart and you'll know that's where we're at <laughs> or re- reach out with sure. questions shall we get into this yeah, okay let's do it. emily i would like for you to tell us the definition 
of a resolution and a def definition of evolution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a resolution is a firm decision to do something or to not do something. That's a resolution. An evolution is the gradual development of something, especially from a simple to a more complex form. Hmm. What does that mean to you? Yeah, the resolution is definitely more firm, which I tend to struggle with when it comes to decision-making on the daily, right? We talk a lot about firm talk and soft talk. And to me, we actually want firm talk in the short term. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I want that in the short term, like when I'm making decisions mm -hmm. daily. But when I think of that as long term, I immediately go in my head like, well, how do I know where I'm going to be in six months from now? What season am I going to be in? What am I going to be dealing with when it comes to family, work? There's going to be shifts I can't foresee. And so to me, that I don't like the, the fact that it's a firm decision mm -hmm. set in stone a year, a year in mm -hmm. advance. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It, it does make sense. It was what we were talking about literally in the last podcast with MK about seasons. Mm -hmm, exactly. Right? I, I love the way that uh, you define that because resolution, you should be resolved in the decisions that you make, but those should be day to day. And we actually should have a lot more flexibility because we have no idea what's going to happen in the next year. I have set mm -hmm. a bazillion trillion goals. Maybe that's a, a gross um, overestimation. <laughs> and I can tell you that not a single one of them came true in the way that it was truly written down. Maybe it was a little, it was, it was partial. It was some of it. It, it actually turned out better than I thought. It, the goal shifted or I recognized and realized, oh, that actually isn't aligned with me. And I was able to let that goal go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we are so resolved that it has to be firm, it has to be this way. We, we take so much energy to hold up that firm decision for a extended period of time that we become exhausted, particularly if we, there's no shift in other realms of our lives. It becomes too overwhelming and then we come to failure. Yeah. And especially for those of you who have that all or nothing mindset, right? Cause then you get fixed on that black or white, like, well, it has to be this way. This is what I set out to do. If I don't do it, I'm not doing mm -hmm. it at all. And if you guys haven't checked out the all or nothing podcast episode 117, check that out. That's one of my favorite. That's my top mm -hmm. three that we've done. If you haven't done that one, check it out. Emily, tell me more about evolution. When you read out that definition, what does that mean to you? Yeah, that's definitely more inviting to me. So when I think of setting goals or just doing new things in general, if it's like, ooh, it's gradual, I get to ease into it and figure out what it is exactly how I want to do it, what works for me, what doesn't, right? That is much more inviting and something that I'm more likely to do, especially again, if you have that all or nothing mindset. Mm -hmm or the fear of change. It's like, let's start with the little stuff, right? Like they talk about in um, atomic habits, let's start with three to 5% change and ease into it. So for me, that's, it's a lot more inviting. Uh, and of course we, we agree because that is the way that we have approached it with proclivity. And that's due to the fact that we've been in the nutrition and fitness field for a very long time. We saw all the things that didn't work and we went way Let's do the long game because let me ask you this, Emily, did you 
did you work out New Year's Day? Mm, I did. What'd you do? Mm, what did I do? Oh, yes. I did seven minutes of running on the treadmill. <laughs> I don't ask me why seven. I didn't have a lot of time. <laughs> and then I did three by 10 uh, front rack lunges at my barbell. I think it was 105 because there were 10s instead of 15s. <laughs> I love it when Emily's brag, brag planning. She's like, oh, I only had seven minutes. Well, that's because <laughs> that's how fast she runs a mile, is seven minutes. And she's front racking more than most men can do. Lunges. I did not work out. And some people, right, when it comes to New Year's, they're just like, all right, beginning of the year, I'm going to go, I'm going to go run. I'm going to go. I'm going to go do these things. And although I encourage to ride the wave of momentum, January 1st is another date. It's another date. It's not the beginning of something completely different. It is something that I may add to. And so I did not work out. And why did I not work out? Well, because I went and cold dipped twice. I mean, I didn't have to work out. Why? Because I have continued to evolve my fitness gradually over time. And so there is no certain date or certain amount of times that I have to exercise or eat a certain thing. I continue to evolve. Every year is an evolution, just a little different. If I can do 1% every single year until I die, man, by the time I'm 90, there's, that's going to be real special, Joel. So I want to dive into resolutions in itself. I want to talk to you guys about why resolutions tend to not work. So I want to go off the numbers first and foremost. When it comes to resolutions, specifically New Year's resolutions, 43% of people who set New Year's resolutions already quit in the first month. That's almost half. 92% of goals are not accomplished by the end of the year. 92% aren't accomplished. The end. There's something that isn't working here, guys. That's what we want to get to. Some people would be like, oh, well, then there's no hope. No, no, no. We just need to look at it differently. What's the definition of insanity, Emily? Doing the same thing and expecting different yes. results. And you wonder why people don't like setting goals. When I say, oh, man, we're going to do a goal setting. We're going to do resolutions. We're going to, you know, prepare. There people are like, oh, I don't like doing that. Oh, you don't like doing that because you failed so many times because you're doing the same thing every year, expecting a different result. It's not going to work, you guys. I don't care if it's in fitness. I don't care if it's in nutrition or your business. If you're not approaching it a different way, you will get the same result. So let's take a look at why this doesn't work. Understand the how and the why of resolutions and why they don't succeed. So the first one, Emily, what's the first one of why? And there's many things. These are our three that we came up with. Mm 
Yeah. Well, when I first heard 92% of goals are not accomplished, I immediately thought, okay, the goals are unrealistic. They're far beyond what we can actually do. So anytime I hear a goal is not completed, it's like, okay, well, let's take a step back then, take a notch back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, the very first part is unrealistic goals, right? And give me like an unrealistic goal, Emily, like you've heard before, somebody you've uh, coached. I want to lose 30 pounds this year, which may sound realistic to some people, mm -hmm. but right. Um, I want to, I want to cut out sugar for three months. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And why is those uh, unrealistic? I mean, they're lofty without thinking about, well, how am I going to do this? And why do I want mm -hmm. to do this? Like it, does that actually make sense? Do I actually truly want to? And what do I have a goal in mind? Especially with the weight one, I think of, well, there's so many factors involved. One, what's my stress level at? Am I going to train, change or manage my stress better? Am I going to change my schedule? Am I going to sleep more? Am I going to do all the things to actually contribute to that? And even if you do, you might have some underlying health issues that still need some ironing out. If it's going to likely take mm -hmm. longer than that. Yes. Yeah, I agree. It's the, it's the thought process of couch to ultra marathon, you know, like I'm sitting on the couch and I'm, I'm going to go run an ultra marathon and why it's because we've seen it on social media. And again, guys, 92%. So there's the 8% who, you know, just double, triple, quadruple down. They didn't have any friends. They quit their job. They, whatever the case and scenario is, and they just went all in and they went all in. And we compare ourselves to those people. Oh man, I just need to be all in. Well, trust me, there was sacrifices that they gave up to, to be able to be all mm -hmm. in. And in the end, unless they are willing to continue to make those sacrifices, the change will not stick. So if I wanted to lose the 120 pounds and I did walking every single day for three hours, well, if you all of a sudden have a kid, you're not walking for three hours every single day. And if that was their only mode of finding how to manage their weight, it's not going to work. And you're going to find yourself back where you were before. And this is why we talk about evolutions is that you can evolve each year with what comes, which new season comes you can evolve. What's the second reason why most resolutions don't work? Second reason is we tend to, to set goals that we feel like we should do, whether that be, um, we, we just literally say, Oh, I should really lose that way. I should really go to the gym more, but do you actually really want to, or is it, is there a different way to look at it or a different way to even do it? And why are we wanting to go to the gym every day? Is it to lose weight or is it to actually have more confidence, right? And so it's a lot of the shoulds versus what do you actually want to do and what's more exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I came up with, a, as we were building the notes for this, I came up with this uh, uh, saying, without a why, goals will die. Without a why, goals will die. If you don't have your why, your inherent why, you're deep in your gut why goals will die. If you just think that you should do this, 
uh, well, I should lose weight because my friends are skinnier than me. Well, I should start a new business because I have the talent. But you don't actually have an innate why you want to start a new business. You don't have an innate why you want to lose that weight. Because actually, I want to lose that weight because I want to climb that mountain. Because last time I went to climb that mountain, I couldn't do it. Okay, now we have a why to climb the mountain. The result will be the loss of weight. Oh, I want freedom to be able to play with my kids in the middle of the day. I want my own business. Now I've got no why. The business is secondary. If we don't have the why, goals will die. And so really understanding that and taking time is vitally important. And what's the last part of why most resolutions do not work? A lot of people just say them, right? Like, I want to do this, right? And they don't have a clear plan or they don't have them written down with specifics. That's right. Wait a second. Are you telling me that if I just say, I want to lose weight, then I won't just lose weight? How on earth are you supposed to lose weight? Good question. Oh, no, I'm literally, I'm, I'm asking you. Oh. <laughs> uh, we we got to look at all the different aspects, right? How much are you moving? Uh, when are you going to go to the gym or when are you going to move? What does your diet look like? What are you eating? What do you need to prioritize, reprioritize? When do you go to the grocery store? When do you go to sleep? How much water are you drinking? Now we're talking. That's now we're start. Oh, okay. I have a clear plan. What I want is I have a why. I want to be able to climb that mountain. And what I... What I know is that the current weight that I have on me really restricts me to being able to be that athletic body that I know that I can be. And so what I'm going to do is that uh, on January 3rd, I'm going to reach out to Proclivity and I'm going to do a connection call. On that connection call, I'm going to start the Proclivity method. I'm going to start it on January 15th. I'm going to follow exactly what they have to say to a T. I've already started creating a plan, but I have to get up and I actually have to book it. Or if it's not hiring a coach, what are you going to do? I'm going to get that journal today. I'm going to start writing five times a week. At what time? Oh, well, does it really matter, Joel? I'll get it in when I get it in. No, you won't. Because we've worked with hundreds of people. And if you don't put it in your calendar, if you don't actually put, put it there, you won't do it. We have the experience, you guys. You're going to have to trust us on that. So being able to make sure you have that clear plan is essential. Now, we know the resolutions don't, don't work. Rarely, I should say. They rarely work. Yet, what about evolutions? When you think of somebody who's evolving, who do you think of? Do you think hmm. of yourself? Do you think of your kids? Do you guess, think of somebody you know? Yeah, I think of of my child first and foremost because I see him growing in front of my eyes. And then I do think of myself too because I, I know I go in seasons. And, and especially after being a mom, have been way more aware of that. So you evolved in your fitness since being a mom? Oh, yeah. What about nutrition? Mm -hmm. 
I have evolved a little bit in my nutrition. Yes. Okay. What about in your personal life? Very much so in my personal life and especially in my mental and emotional (laughs) space. What about your relationship with your husband? Do you feel that that's evolved since you've had a kid? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What about with your mom? Yep. (laughs) The the point here, guys, is that Mm -hmm. Emily has evolved. And would you say, Emily, you're a better version or uh, a lesser version? Oh, totally a better person or better version. And uh, three years ago, four years ago, when you're uh, pregnant and you're going to have a kid, did you have the goal that you'd be running a business and you, you had all these different mental, emotional, physical, nutritional changes? No, not at all. None of them. <laughs> Got you. So by being able to stay flexible and trusting the woman that you are, and allow yourself to evolve and celebrate the actions, not the outcome. Do you believe you've gotten to a better place? Yeah, 100%. I think the key there is trusting the actions, not the outcome for me. I get way too overwhelmed if I feel like I have to get a certain outcome. But if I know, hey, this will help with this goal, that's all I need. Like, cool, that'll help me feel better or get to that. Like you said, that core of like, ooh, I'm excited to, to figure this part out. That's mm-hmm. what I need. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys were bringing this up because we want to help you change your mindset around setting goals and allow yourself to evolve, but be resolute in the decisions that you make day to day. We tend to be the opposite. We're not resolute in our day to day actions. We're not willing to say, no, I'm staying home because I want to get enough sleep. We go, no, okay, I'll make it, or all people please, or I'll say yes to this. On our day-to-day, we need to stand firm. But in our long-term goals, we need to allow and trust ourselves that we will evolve with it. We won't just fall off the rails. That's a resolution mindset. An evolution mindset is I have no rails. I'm a trailblazer. There is nothing that stands in my way to getting to where I need to get. And sometimes I got to go up and sometimes I got to go down and sometimes I got to go left and right. But I will allow myself, just like water, always follows the least path of resistance. We will find our way. We will find our way. But too often we get damned up, guys, because we're like, oh, we can't go left. Well, I guess that's it. There's nothing I can do. Oh, my gym closed down. There's nothing I can do. Oh, I'm living with somebody else who doesn't have the same nutrition as me. There's nothing I can do. So let's talk about the main main points of evolution. The first one, hit us with the first one. There is no finish line. You're building from where you came from. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? There's no finish line. So when we set a finish line that can be motivating at first, but also think about what happens when you hit a finish line, you're finished, right? So we want to think about what is more ongoing and evolving rather than the finish line. What can we do daily or weekly to continue to work uh, towards those goals? And so 
what we have is setting your intention so you can continue to still keep your eyes on that intention, but day to day, it might look mm -hmm. a little different. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about it before the show started. Did you come up with a, an intention or a theme for the year? Did it just pop into your head? And I was telling Joel, I'm still, I'm still okay. thinking of it. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to put the pressure on you. I'm not going to put still the pressure on you. Each, each year, and you, maybe you guys do this and don't do this, but there's a theme that you can invite into your life. And so for me, it's optimization. I've done a lot throughout my lifetime. And this year I'm looking at to optimize, optimize my sleep or optimize my schedule. And it will change throughout the year. I'm not saying like, oh, I have to get my sleep schedule down in quarter one in quarter three. I'm going to nope. When I find that there's something that isn't optimized in my life in the next year, I will go, Oh, how can I do that better? What can I do here? What can I order? What can I get taught? What can I do here to optimize this better? And so that's my theme. And because I'm building from where I came from, not starting over, not, you know, Oh, I'm going to, um, Oh, what's the word? Uh, not evolve. Uh, like a new you, right? What's the word I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. Transformation, right? Like people talk about, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to be, you know, turn a new leaf, change a whole new person. Not saying I don't like the person that I was before or that person didn't help me get here. No, no, no. I'm just going to continue to add to that. And so that's one piece of an evolution is recognizing that we're, we're not focused on the finish line. We're focused on continuing to build. What's the second one? We've talked about this already. Yeah. So number two, celebrating the action, not the outcome. What does that mean? man, it's huge. That's like how I, I feel like I live <laughs> my life again, because if you are focused on a certain outcome, we tend to be like, well, we have to do it this way, or we have to be perfect at it in order for us to do it. And that's not realistic for just about anyone, mm -hmm. uh, majority mm -hmm. of the time. And so if we can celebrate the, the small things that are moving us in the right direction, that's going to give us confidence and momentum to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. It, you guys, sometimes, sometimes, and, and let me take out the sometimes, uh, and replace with most of the time people are so stuck on the outcome and what it will cost for the outcome to get to the outcome that they never take action. Or they think the action has to be perfect looking or like a, a, it's a, they have a vision in their head of what the action looks like. And if it's not that, they're not going to do it. Agreed. Agreed. And there's been plenty of times with me and you where it's like, we're making this way too big than it needs to be action. We just need to take the step. It's like that something that might take 20 minutes gets pushed off for three weeks because we think that the outcome has to be a certain way. No, no, no. no. Right now is a good time. Mm -hmm. Right now is a good time because action dispels overwhelm, you guys. And I, I love this saying, take action and just see what happens. 
take action and just see what happens. Instead of continuing to think about the outcome of how you want to lose this weight or get to this job or be in this relationship, take action, whatever it may be. If you want to be in a new relationship, great. Take action and start introducing yourself to somebody at every place that you go. Take action. You don't know what's going to happen. You're trying to think that it has to be this perfect love story that you guys are going to stumble into each other at the, the Christmas tree farm. And you're just getting, came back from your corporate job in a big city. Okay. This ain't Hallmark. How about you take action and start introducing yourself? Then see what happens. All right. Last one. Identify with your goals. So what are you, what do you believe about yourself? What do you identify with? A hundred percent. What does that mean to you? It's a good question. That means, is it actually what I want and who I want to be? Mm -hmm. Right. Sometimes it's already who I am. I feel like, and sometimes it's no, I want to evolve and that's who I want to be in the future. And so I'm working towards something that aligns with either of those. Here's a tricky one, guys. The identity thing is tricky. You could see like Emily was like, hmm, this is, this is the magic I love working with. See, because when we have statements, and this happened just this past weekend, I was talking to one of my clients' mothers, and they were talking about uh, these wicked headaches they were having. They were thinking it was all this medical, you know, stuff that was going on. And all the doctors like, nope, 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 nope. And it was stress. And she is, she said, I started realizing I just take on, on everybody else's emotions. And she was like, I can't help that. That's just always how I've been. Boom. Identity. It's just who I am. I've always been that way. That's my DNA. I will tell you right now, guys, to my best of knowledge, and who knows what's going on in science, there is no gene on people pleasing. That is something you learn. That is a trauma that you take on and you try to create safety by people pleasing. And when we identify with going, well, I've always just been heavy set. Well, I, I just haven't had that type of motivation. Whatever you want to identify with, you will become. Instead of saying that I, I always taken on the emotions of others, change it and say, why do I take on the emotions of others? Now you're giving a, a chance to be able to answer the question. When you answer the question, you create a new identity. But if you plant your flag that I am just a person, I'm a people pleaser. Okay. Then you cannot be the confident version of the person you want to be. If you constantly identify with being a people pleaser, you need to start asking the question, why do I people please? What part of me 
is scared to be confident. Why do I want to be confident? Why do I want to say no? What happens and what do I feel like when I do say no? Now we can start identifying. And when we do that, now we can identify with our goals as the person who will achieve them. And that's vital. If you do not see yourself as the person who is confident, who can walk into a room and say no, who can have the hard conversation with mom, dad, husband, or wife, who can stand firm and go, okay, I know what my boundary is, then you cannot be the person who will achieve the goal of running their own business. And so looking at this guys as an evolution. We said it in the beginning. It's something that builds upon, which is the exact reason we picked proclivity because Emily, what's the definition of proclivity? A tendency to choose or do something regularly. No shoot. If you guys didn't know the definition of proclivity, that's why we picked it. That's why we have an, a dash that is going upward, a trend, an upward dash. If you've seen our logo, because we believe it takes time and that we are going to build and we are to create tendencies to do something regularly. Anything else on evolutions, Emily? Uh, I want to add that I, yeah, we hear that often of like, oh man, you, you're so lucky. You love to work out. I've just never loved working out. I don't understand mm. that. Like, I, I get what you're saying. You haven't in the past enjoyed workouts, but that doesn't mean you can't in the future. Right. And so we just want to be careful with our words and our language, because as Joel said, it's going to lead us down that path with no matter what you're talking about. It's fitness, nutrition, personality, stress, emotions. Oh, it's just, it's just how I am. Right. It's, it starts building that wall. So just be cautious of that. Let me ask you this. Let me honest question. And maybe I'm asking a question that I already know the answer to, or maybe we're going to do some story work with you right now. <laughs> do you ever have resistance in working out to work out? Oh, yes, for sure. How often? <laughs> Majority yeah. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> if not always. It was 27 degrees this morning when I was putting on my running clothes. There was no part of me that wanted to be like, oh, man, this is going to be so enjoyable. <laughs> when it's 27 degrees, guys, and you're running in the cold, your muscles aren't reacting the same. Your feet don't feel the same on the pavement. Your breath is taken away more because it's so cold. There's, there's nothing about running in 27 degree weather. I'm like, yes, this is the greatest. I'm like jumping up. It's like <laughs> Christmas morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to run in 27 degree weather. No. It's being able to have a tendency to choose or do something regularly. Because if I choose it each day, 
if I choose the ability to move past the resistance, and we just did a podcast with Jack Sarnett. If you haven't listened to that one, I think it's episode 130, maybe. Go back. 132? 132? No, 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 no. One, 132 one, is MK. 131 or probably 131. Okay. Yeah. That one. That one. Thanks, Em, for being so exact. That's is her <laughs> job, you guys. She has to be like, this is... A- <laughs> This is our, this is what I get to have every day and it's the best. No, Joel, actually it's 0.00682. Okay. Thank you. Perfect. Mm-hmm. It, it's why it works. It's why the machine works, folks. It's a soccer. Um, being able to have that resiliency and build that resiliency is something you must choose to do daily. This is why we do cold plunges and group cold plunges and we ask you to do challenging things, but at little pieces, once at a time, once at a time. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's wrap this up. What we talked about today, guys, is the difference between a resolution and an evolution, where a resolution is something that we actually should be doing daily. We should be firm with what we are deciding daily yet it doesn't work the same when we go long-term. An evolution, on the other hand, is accepting where we're at and giving ourselves the grace to be able to choose daily that I'm gonna take one step forward. With the faith and also the patience to allow those tendencies to choose or do something regularly to compound over and over and over. What I want to give you guys is how to be able to set appropriate goals. And this is going to be very, very high level. I'm going to give you the three things to be able to set a goal, how to evolve with a goal. If you want more of this, you're definitely going to want to sign up for the goal setting workshop. It's going to be 90 minutes of completely diving into goals, setting goals and achieving goals happens every single year. So let's dive into it. Emily, you asked me what's, what's, you, you go, you go. You're the host now. Where do we okay. start, Joel? Oh, wow, Where do thank we start? you for asking, Emily. The first thing that you have to do when it comes to setting a goal you want to evolve with is setting the target. The bullseye is the most important thing. We tend to hit around the bullseye. So understanding, like I did earlier Uh, in the podcast when I said, somebody said, oh, I want to lose the weight. That's the, that's the second or third ring. It's not the bullseye. Well, why do you want to lose weight? Well, because I, I, I don't feel super fit. Now we've come in. Oh, so you want to be more fit. Why do you want to be more fit? Well, I want to climb Mount Whitney. Now I've gotten to the bullseye. So go, okay, if I can get you to climb Mount Whitney, what's going to happen? You're going to feel more fit. If you're more fit, guess what? you're going to lose weight. So if I stay way out on the third ring, I actually don't get the result that I'm looking for. Because losing the weight isn't motivating enough. Maybe it is for some people. And that's the main part of this guys when it comes to your target, you got to know your bullseye. So what's really important is being able to ask yourself why before you set your goal, Uh, I want to make 50K this year. I want to make 500K this year. Why? Well, 
I want to make 500 K this year because I really want to buy a new house. Why? I don't actually, I want to buy a new house because I really want uh, an at home gym. Why? Now I'm starting to get down to understanding well, what does he really want? Oh, I just want to be able to wake up and do my workouts. Oh, okay. So how much do we need to be able to create an at home gym at your house right now? Now we've created a why to be like, oh, actually, all I need is 10,000. Great. Know your target. Hmm. All right. Number two. What's number, number two? two? Create the plan. So now I know I want to hike Mount Whitney. That's my, that is the target. The next thing is being able to plan it. And when it comes to planning it, there's some specific things that I want you to remember. Names and numbers. Names and numbers. So the name would be, I would like to uh, hike Mount Whitney. Well, there's the name, right? Or second thing is, okay, numbers. When is the date? I would like to hike Mount Whitney June 26th. Okay, give me a time. I would like to hike Mount Whitney June 26th, starting at 12 p.m. at midnight. Great. Now we've created we've created the exact goal. Okay, I now know how to get there. But now I have to think, all right, what are the three steps to get me to 12 p.m. at Mount Whitney? And I'm going to go through the same thing. I want names and I want numbers. And I'm going to go through the same thing and then I'm going to put it on my calendar. Names and numbers. Okay, what's next? You mean the third one? The third one. Okay, I'm going to go with the third one. What's next? Action. A very crucial part that we tend to miss. I can create an incredible plan, but if I don't take literally you guys five minutes to take immediate action, it's not going to happen. I mean, immediate action. This happened with my dad and his business partner. I sat down and I was taking them through the proclivity method goal setting. And by being able to find the target for my dad, the true why, I found that he wanted to take his boys to Chicago for a Chicago Cubs game and a Bears game at the same time. That's what he really wanted. And I was like, Rad, I'm in your goal. I'm in. And I made him and his business partner, I set a timer for five minutes. I said, you have five minutes to book something pay for something, get something right now. And his action step was looking at the calendars and the schedules, realizing that the NFL schedule wasn't out yet, finding out exactly when the NFL schedule is out, and then putting in his calendar to check when the NFL schedule is out to reference back to MLB. And guess what we did this last year, Emily? You guys went to two different games in the That's same right. weekend. We went to Chicago Cubs and Chicago Bears. He's been wanting to do that for 69 years. Well, maybe less, 38. He's been wanting to do that for 38 years, and now here he is with his sons in Chicago. My point is, guys, 
It only takes a little bit to create the snowball. Allow the gravity and momentum to take you when it comes to creating the action or taking the action. Emily, anything to add to those? Yeah, the action part, that's what ten, what used to get me held up of like, oh, I feel like it has to be this big action step. But my example is I want to learn a piano song by the end of the year. And the little bit of action I took the other day was to research an app to start practicing reading my music notes again. Like that was it. It was like, oh, what app? Oh, I, I downloaded the app on my phone and then I was done. That was it. And then I looked at my calendar to say, hmm, where could I go and practice and then I looked like, it's every week, every other week. And then I, I settled on every other week, but knowing that may mm -hmm. change. And I put mm -hmm. it in my calendar. What gets schedule gets done. Kudos to you. Thanks. Play the piano. I'll play the guitar. Do you sing too? Perfect. No, I wish. I mean, we all can sing. Just like when people say, I can't dance. <laughs> I don't sing well. <laughs> You guys check out our album drop in 2025 emily and joel's uh nighttime songs for for children <laughs> maybe all right you guys if you are interested in taking your your goals to the next level being able to learn how to evolve with your goals being able to create the why the identity with your goals. And we're doing a goal setting workshop. We will leave how to sign up in the show notes. You can also head to www.proclivity.co. Will we have it on there? Oh, we'll have it in the blog. We'll have it, we'll have it made mm -hmm. to different places. You can see how organized we are with our goal setting right now. This is great. You can go to uh, our Instagram, proclivity.co. No, that's our handle. Yeah, proclivity.co. Emily, you take <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> go to our Instagram. Uh, we will be posting a lot about it on our Instagram stories and page. <clears throat> we'll have the event at the top pinned. Um, and then also, if you just enjoy what you heard in general, please share the podcast. That's what helps spread the word and let's it gives us the ability to help more people, even if it's just the podcast episode. We appreciate there you it. Go. You guys, thank you again for showing up, listening to Emily and I. Episode 133 is in the books. We look forward to seeing you next time, episode 134. And until then, best day ever. Best day ever. Emily, I got a question. Mm, okay, let's see. If you had two options, <laughs> you had two options. Either you poop your pants once a year or you pee your pants once a quarter. Which one would you take? Pee my pants once a quarter. Yeah, poop, poop in the pants is... 
There's a lot to that. Harder cleanup. Cleanup harder. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on where you're. This is the weirdest question. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you know who you work with. I was just thinking to myself, I was just like, (laughs) the reason I was thinking of that is because Shelby was here. Yeah, please Shelby was here with Elijah. Okay. And Elijah threw up. And then I was thinking, yeah, newborn. newborn threw up all over her. And I'm like, man, if you think that's bad, wait until he has a full like diaper blow up, up the back, right? Soaking the shirts. I'm, I'm sure she has already. Yeah. At home. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like the whole like when you least expect it situation and scenario. And you don't have any back, backup clothes or no wipes. That's the worst mm-hmm. one. And so then that made me think, like, as an adult, like, <laughs> do I have backup clothes if I crapped my pants? <laughs> it's a little different, but okay. I mean, I understand it's a little different, but if you are, stick with me here, if you pooped your pants, okay, like, what would you do? <laughs> I would find the nearest bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then you'd have to excuse yourself wherever you're from. You're like, I got to go home. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot harder. I'm going all the way home. Yeah. I've definitely peed my pants postpartum. Uh, and so, yeah, it's just kind of normal now. That's no big deal. Once a quarter? <laughs> Working on it. That's probably what we're yeah. on on par yeah. for right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. right. <laughs> all right. That's it. See you later. Toodles. <laughs>